to episode 13, lucky number 13, of WTF Anime, the show where usually we like to have fun, we like to talk about anime and bullshit, but I brought in a specialist to help Travis deal with his deep-seated daddy issues. <laughs> Travis, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey guys, back again for more punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, this episode could be too punishing. I'm Joe, by the way. I realize I didn't announce myself. Oh, like, they don't know you. If, if they're 13 episodes in, it's not like me watching anime in the middle of it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, speaking of people on the podcast, we have very special we guests. We do. We're, we're both very excited for this. <laughs> I am super excited uh, about this. We have the wonderfully talented and genuinely delightful Emmy Award winning <laughs> Shannon Maynard. Hey guys. Hey yo. Oh, I didn't even know about the Emmy until right now. Yeah, we've won three. No big deal. Except a big deal. <laughs> Except a giant big deal. Right. <laughs> Shannon, for those who might not know, uh, you know, could you talk about your work and where people can find you and stuff? Uh, sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shannon Maynard, and as you guys mentioned, I am an artist and I'm the character designer on the TV show Archer. And I just, I draw a lot and make people I just met watch really weird episodes of anime. You sure do. <laughs> that is a real thing that I've experienced in my life, guys. It happens. She's like, hi, I'm Shannon. Here's your episode. You want to look at a 14-year-old's panties? Let's do this. I didn't, but apparently I'm going to. So, boom. Done. Uh, I thought I was being kind. This episode wasn't even that weird. I almost want to watch worse. the rest of it just to see how fucked up it's going to get. Oh, buddy. Listen, all you need to do is watch the first five minutes of End of Evangelion. Don't do that to him. <laughs> No, come on. He wants to see fucked up. Oh, no. <laughs> Trust me. Like, I can power through anything. There is alcohol in the world, and that's the proof that God loves me, and I can just power through, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> so today we watched uh, episode eight of the classic Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, Shannon picked this episode for a reason. I think it's mainly Asuka. But... Uh, yeah, she's my favorite Evangelion character. Well, one that lasts more than two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. This is this is the, the whole of my Evangelion experience. So I don't know. <laughs> awesome. So with that, uh, Shannon, uh, can you... Is there a way to sum up Evangelion in, <sighs> I don't know, we'll give you a minute. <laughs> nope, three words. Do it. Go. <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion? That's technically three words, and that's the best I can do. Aww. Yep. <laughs> I um, there's giant robots, but they're kind of not giant robots. There's alien, or not aliens, angels that are attacking Tokyo, and only 14-year-old kids can pilot these giant mech, and they have to fight angels, and then there's a lot of psychology and religious stuff that makes everything weird. Okay. Nice nice and succinct. 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this in saying that while I've never really interacted with the series, I have a ton of friends when I was in high school because I'm that old <laughs> that <laughs> loved all this. I, they, they were super into anime, and this happened to be one of the ones that they were super into. So while I have never actually watched, I've got the general premise of the plot. Where angels, big giant aliens from from not our world, uh, attacking our world, and then we've got teams in giant mechs who are going to fight against them, but the damage done to the mech is also physically allocated to them. That that, that was the you know ten thousand foot view that I got from my uh, like I said uh, I think we were talking earlier. They weren't even weebs back then. They were just Otan. <laughs> yeah, I'd say this shows a lot more of just a very bizarre character study of a bunch of flawed characters, and then there's giant robots and monsters. Well, flawed characters are the best. I mean, if Alan Moore has taught me anything. Is <laughs> that so he's a flawed character? Well, <laughs> no one's arguing that point at all. <laughs> that is a weird motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> That doesn't mean I don't love the things he does. That's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this show's definitely a Breaking Bad where there's not really a decided hero. Everyone's kind of garbage, but that's also one of my favorite things about I it. I don't know that Breaking Bad had a decided hero either, but that's fine too. Oh yeah, it totally didn't. Trash people are the best people to talk about. Oh, so much are. so. <laughs> Once again, I like I like the media that I consume. To make me feel like I've read a Russian novel. I don't want to feel good at the end of it. I just want... <laughs> my mind is blown and I feel sad and I don't know what's happening. Oh, so, yeah, that's exactly Evangelion. Oh, well, then maybe it's for me. Because, spoilers, this episode, maybe it's because I started in the middle. I didn't enjoy it. I'm sorry. No, that's fair. <laughs> I picked this episode because Asuka, again, she is my favorite character. And I just, I just remember when she showed up, there was a bunch of cool stuff happening. But... I also had context to why that stuff was cool, because this is the third Evangelion we get to meet in the third pilot, and she was like the first one I finally found interesting. Okay. Um, for- <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, those are fine words, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what? This is the first time that my wife has ever done homework with me. Homework is, by the way, what I call watching the episode. Yeah, so uh, Shannon basically selfishly picked... Uh, Picked an episode of, yep. you know, a, a character that's in this show. <laughs> she's great. I love her. She's awful and she's the worst. It's great. Okay. And, you know, Asuka, not to get into it before we get into it, but Asuka really seems like the worst. Like, she's just, yep. she thinks she's the best and she's just totally a see you next Tuesday, if, if you follow my, uh, <laughs> my meaning. We can yeah. say cunt on the show. I can't say cunt on the show? No, you can say cunt on the oh. show. I don't know why you need to abbreviate it. Or not abbreviate it, elongate it. Just I don't know. say I, cunt on the I show. I have trouble Did doing I say cunt because make you American, women, American women hate that word with with such a passion. It, <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. Call her a cunt. Yeah, there you go. Okay, as, as an Shannon, yeah, Shannon exactly. has backed have, me up. We have a verdict. As a strong and proud woman, she, woman. Is, she has endorsed my use of the word cunt. <laughs> Okay, I feel empowered. Let's let's roll. Uh, so I guess we should talk about the episode. And Probably. the the first note 
uh, of course, that I have in my um in my notes is isn't Cruel Angel Thesis like the most iconic anime opening? I think apart from Cowboy Bebop, I've never come across anything that's just so anime. It's the best song. I love it. Yeah, and you know, even uh, going further into that, uh, because it is totally bullshit anime. Um, <laughs> I will one hundred percent give you that. Everything that I've experienced at this point, this is the most bullshit anime thing. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, because once again, I didn't necessarily care for this. I feel like it's because I saw there's like 26 episodes in this season. Or I don't know if this is even, if there's a second season. I don't know. This it's is only the one. one 23 minutes and like two seconds that I get to experience what I'm experiencing. Uh, experiencing. And, huh. <laughs> the opening, the, the animation for it, it was clean, it was crisp, it was pretty. When you get into the episode, it was less so. So I think it's more of when Joe was talking about, uh, he's talked about earlier, where they spend a bunch of money on the opening. But maybe oh, yeah, less that's... so in the day-to-day animation. Well, the stuff that you're going to reuse, you want that to look the best. That's basically. Because it's, it's basically the commercial that you're using to sell your product. Okay, and you know that's that's fascinating to hear the business end of that. I'm just the person, I'm the consumer end of that, so it's cool to get that because uh, uh, I've never thought about it that way. So I appreciate that now. Yeah, because that has to last like all the episodes. Forever. And, yeah, it's kind of like why, like in Sailor Moon, the transformations are going to look the best because they're going to be seen for like a hundred plus episodes. I, uh, Can we just get a counter up anytime uh, Shannon mentions Sailor Moon? Because that's clearly her favorite anime, and nothing can say differently. <laughs> Actually, Evangelion is my favorite anime. Sailor Moon's just my favorite thing. I know. I just want to throw shade. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right, that's it. That's the one time I'll bring it up. I swear. <laughs> All right. Cool. So I think I think we've gotten the opening done here. We should move on to actually discussing the episode, what's going on in 8. Okay. So who who wants to start us off? Uh, I guess I can, since I'm the guest. Uh, let's see, I guess it starts off in a... Um, what are those things called? A helicopter, and we get to meet... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to forget words all the time. This is just how I work. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Masato, who's one of our main characters, brings Shinji, who is our main main character and two of his friends who i think we mentioned they don't actually get their names said in this episode but it's toji and kensuke okay Uh, yeah i didn't i didn't get that at all by the way i did not watch this in the original japanese because i knew my wife was watching it and she i kind of already this is the first time i've ever had her watch an anime with me so i was already pushing the bounds by doing that to try to ask her (laughs) to experience reading subtitles while listening to japanese probably not going to be a thing so i listened to the dub and guys the voice acting (laughs) look the Uh 90s was a different time the voice acting was the literal worst it was it's terrible what was the dude's name with the camera uh that's kensuke Fuck Kensuke, American style, okay? <laughs> yeah, I think all my notes, anytime he's talking, is just fucking nerd under- underlined. It's yeah. just, it hurt. Like, it was offensive to me as a nerd. This is wrong. <laughs> helps, he doesn't matter. Well, mm-hmm. th- no, it doesn't. I just, I, I want to punch that animated character in the face, and I can't because he's a drawing. 
just find any random war nerd or just nerd in general and punch them in the mouth. It's fine. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take all that pent up Evangelion bad nerd dub rage and I'm, I'm going to direct it towards a Nazi because that seems the more responsible <laughs> political thing to do. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so on the on voice acting notes, I um I've not watched this series in forever. Same. Um it's like it's been a while. I've watched the uh rebuild movies uh pretty recently, uh only because I bought them all on shiny Blu-ray. I went back, rewatched pretty much everything in the original uh Japanese and then rewatched this particular episode in the dub just so we could do a compare and contrast yes the english voice acting is very very bad yeah <laughs> it's I, very 90s i i get yes i get where some people are like no fuck dubbing no matter what but i've seen some mm. really good dubbing i understand where some people get that attitude though yeah the 90s yeah. is where everyone got that attitude because it was <laughs> real bad oh so <laughs> bad <laughs> The uh, the only thing I wanted to note on difference in uh, English sub versus dub, and yes, my dog is shaking in the background. There were some points very like <laughs> better made in the Japanese version that I might bring up later. For one, at least uh, later when Asuka sees the angel, uh, you get more of the sense of like, hey, this is the first time she's actually seen an angel, but we're getting ahead of ourselves just so I could mention voice acting. <laughs> but yeah, Kensuke is like especially bad in the American dub. I think I just kept writing stop yelling because that's all this dude was doing. <laughs> oh yeah, there's so much so. Oh. But yeah, they're flying down to a bunch of like battleships because they're getting to meet the Evangelion Unit 2 and Asuka, who's the new pilot. Yep. To actually so, get back on So track. um yeah, we're back on track. So we start in a helicopter a UN helicopter flying into was it the Eastern Fleet? Uh, I, think it, I think that's what they said. You know what direction doesn't matter. <laughs> this is not a geographically based anime. I don't think. I don't feel like geography yeah. plays a huge role. Um, and so, those ships don't last very long. No, they don't. And <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. So we land on a helicopter, and camera nerd that's overblown, and Senji. Uh, are, are flying along, and they land, and we're going to meet our new pilot, which is Asuka, which is a 14-year-old in a Mar- uh, in the Marilyn Monroe dress, where they literally do the Marilyn Monroe skirt blows up bit. Anytime they sexualize an a teenager, it fucks me up in this, okay? I can't <laughs> do that, no. I Okay, I might be a dirty old man, but I'm not that dirty old man. <laughs> it's fair. I think my notes say like, "Oh my god, I forgot about '90s anime perversion." Yeah, yeah, it's, it's certainly a thing. It is, yeah. and it's pervasive throughout the whole thing. Like where it's not even germane to the plot. They're like breaking during a tense situation to comment on pervy things. What the hell? No, I think as overall, not to the level that it shows it, but. At least some of like the pervy nature does actually make some sort of sense in the full context, and even just in this episode, like Shinji's a fourteen-year-old boy. Like, of course. Okay, 
and I'm sorry to skip ahead, but when you're about to die because, you know, um, a giant alien being's trying to eat you, and you're both trying to pilot a big fucking mech, I don't think that you're going to be stopping to, like, no, don't be all pervy at me. Mm, no. I think that's just mostly Oscar. Well, it is, yeah. it, it is Oscar if, if that I'm does that, but I'm saying, no, you're not thinking about that. Come on. That's not a thing. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Unless the power of uh, teenage sexual frustration powers the robots. I don't know. I was a pretty sexually frustrated teenager. <laughs> I'm not. I feel like 14 year old me would stop everything she's doing to yell at a dude to stop being gross, so I kind of get it. When was the last time you fought off an alien? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did just fight off a creep recently, and I stopped my entire work day to do it, so you do what needs to get done. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like bullshit to me. <laughs> oh, it totally is. But so is a giant robot fight a giant monster. It is, but like, it was... It... <laughs> We do have to remember that all of this takes place in the far-off time of 2015, so times may be different then. Yeah, the future's crazy. We don't know how that's going to be. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I felt like it was like the onion of bullshit, where there were many layers to the bullshit. Like, you, yeah. you've got you've got alien versus robot bullshit, but then you had, like, subtext, I'm going to stop in the middle of a tense alien versus robot fight to tell you not to be a perv bullshit. There are many layers to the bullshit of this bullshit. I will say that this show is very Freudian, so whenever, like, sexual stuff comes up, it's very weird, but then, like, by the end of the series, you're like, no, nah, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me like, about your mother. Oh, dude, don't even get us started on fucking mothers in this show. <laughs> no, no, let's, let's spend the next 20 minutes talking about Shinji's mom. No, I, I wouldn't even have any context for that. So I'm just going to hang out here with my mic on mute. You go ahead. Yeah, it's because Ray's not in this episode. <laughs> Sweet baby Ray. Okay, so by the way, we keep digressing and we're all we're, we're still talking about the plot, but we haven't moved it forward. Oh, Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. So there's a Marilyn Monroe scene and a dude whips his dick out right in the middle of a Sure does. Deck. Teenage boy dick coming at you. Okay, so her skirt flies up, everyone sees her underwear, she gets super mad and slaps them all in the face, and they're all just like, hey, what's that for? And she goes, it's the viewing fee, and he goes, here's your change, and pulls down his pants. Yep. So it's at least a good punchline, it's just a dick move, and then she beats the shit out of him. Literal dick move. <laughs> I will say, as mu I love Asuka, because she at least beats the shit out of this dude for pulling this bullshit. Yeah. Because, you know, if a girl's skirt flies up, don't stare at her underwear, be nice and turn away, and that dude just stared, he earned it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've introduced Asuka. Uh, we skip next. Do we go to old grizzled captain that hates hates dirty teenagers? Uh, next, I, I, yeah, I think that's the next guy. That he's just really mad that there's giant robots that are super cool and fight these terrible monsters that murder everyone. Right, because the navy he's is the answer. Mad. I know our guns are ineffective, but the fucking navy. <laughs> I want this guy to have Barboza's voice so bad. See, I just hear Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, I did actually really like that they made him very, very British. <laughs> he was. He was like the most American British guy ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's the American villain, so he's just slightly British. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I'm waiting for him to make a comment about rum sodomy in the lash. 
<laughs> Not that kind of navy. <laughs> Come on, man. That was Churchill's navy. <laughs> I will say this is a good scene for Masato, because you get to see her politely want to murder someone behind a nice smile, and that's like one of my favorite things about Masato. Man. Uh, <laughs> we could talk about Masato, but I... I remembered just how much Masato is a great character in this episode. Oh, she's so great. She's great no matter what. Yeah. But yeah, especially in this kind of episode where there's all like the political red tape bullshit and just politely like, yeah, but you know, eventually something's going to fuck up. Right, but, but <laughs> fucking robots, right? Like She's like, yes, yes, I get it, old British American dude. You want it this way. But angels. But the ocean is his jurisdiction. He owns the entire ocean. <laughs> All of it. The entire ocean. You have to get a little Samuel L. Jackson. The motherfucking uh huh ocean is full of motherfucking angels in this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And then we get Kaji. Yeah, I totally forgot about him. But this is also his first episode. I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, there's, I guess, technically three characters that get introduced this episode. It's Asuka, Kaji, and I guess the second Evangelion unit is kind yeah. of a character. I'd, I'd call it a character. <laughs> yeah, they're technically not robots, but we won't get into that. That would shatter poor Travis's uh, feeble mind at this point. <laughs> wow, fuck you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just speaking the truth. Are you? My guy. Are you? <laughs> okay, we're done. Mic drop. We're done. <laughs> I'm tearing this family apart. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Hey, Shannon, want a new job as a co-host? <laughs> <laughs> sure, but I like anime, so I'm not going to get upset to watch it. <laughs> is is that really the appeal of this? Is that I just get pissed off at so much bullshit? That might be why I picked Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone likes angry Travis, and I don't understand. I don't like angry Travis. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't. I just feel feel angry. It's good radio. We want, we want drama. Fair enough. Uh, oh God, I've become the audio equivalent of just the dumb girl that they cast on reality TV to create drama. <laughs> oh, I realized my place in life, and now I'm sad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry we've done this to you. <laughs> oh, I'm not. If it helps. It doesn't. <laughs> Good. But to get back on track, uh, Kaji, who shows up, is just a handsome young man that Masato is not happy to see, but Asuka is very happy to see. Yeah, like, yeah, they I up. got the sense that at some point or another, they're going to get their bang on. Oh, they've already gotten their bang on, which is the next scene. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the weird elevator scene, which, <laughs> again, more weird touching because, of course, <laughs> at least one of the participants. Eh, participants. Mm, at least, at least one of the participants is legal this time. <laughs> I mean, I you mean, know, actually, when, when the rest of them are underage, that doesn't make it. That doesn't make it okay. That one <laughs> was legal. Legal in Japan. <laughs> You're in international waters now. Oh, That's right. I mean, <laughs> I pity all those saps out there that don't know the simple joys of a monkey knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> it was 
Anyways, okay, now, I, now we can actually get to the giant robot. Appreciate the reference. Most people don't get it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so we have a weird, uh, like, dining table scene with Kaji baiting Masato after playing footsie with her. Yeah, he's basically just annoying the shit out of her, and then just like, "Hey, did I mention we banged?" And then everyone mm-hmm. freaks out. Except Shinji, he's just cool with it. He's like, "Yeah, well, yeah, he also cool. lives with her. He knows what's up." Yeah. <laughs> I've got to check my notes, and it just kind of goes, yeah, weird shit, okay, cool. Then the angel attacks. Right. <laughs> I just have, I have in all caps the, did I mention we fucked, that I just wrote his name so I didn't forget it, and then after that, there's just a bunch of hearts that say O2, because I really like Evangelion Unit 2. Okay. It looks super cool. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've, I've got no, I've got no context by which to judge Evangelion Unit, so... I've got nothing They're really to just different them. colors and different heads. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, there you go. Now, <laughs> I've got to... So, the angel attacks, and it fucks up a couple of ships before we really mobilize the, the attack force here. We don't even get to see the angel really before the Evangelion unit is active. I have to ask about the angels, because I swear <laughs> I have seen art because I have friends that were way into this, where the angels didn't look like uh, derpy uh, stingray almost um, aliens. Every, every angel is like a hundred percent different looking from the other one. Okay, so yeah, they all look super different. Like there's one that's literally just like a diamond. Oh, there's one okay. that's a person that shoots like knives out of its hands, and there's like one that's kind of a penis. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's this one. <laughs> All right, fair. I, I I do have to say that uh, visually the um the the crystal Evangelion will always be my favorite. Not necessarily in this iteration of uh, Evangelion, but the movie one where oh, it's yeah. fucking bonkers and it closes in on itself and all that shit. Yeah, my favorite's still always gonna be Lilith, but I have a weird thing for stuff with multiple eyes. So the fact that she's got like seven of them, I'm just like, damn, you're yeah. cool. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. So, so, so we get the we get the Moby Dick angel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the like overly fat stingray is what I I refer to it as. <laughs> that, that's how I how I categorized it. It was the overly fat stingray that fucks up a couple of battleships before we get uh, Senji and Oscar. Into unit Shinji. two to uh, go Shinji. ahead and try to fuck it up. I'm just gonna put that in for my own uh, for my own amusement. What's that? Uh, that we know we all correct him and say Shinji. Yeah, Shinji. What did I say, Shinji? Yeah, I did. Okay, <laughs> so I've turned him into an Indian boy. That's what I've done, apparently. <laughs> I get behind it. Fair enough. He is now I mean, yeah. Indian. That is canon. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> you heard it here first. This podcast made it canon. <laughs> so, for some reason, uh, Oscar decides to uh, to put Shinji in one of her plug suits, which pays off comedically later, and just drops him into the Ava, but spends the whole time telling him, you should be here, stop doing things, stop it. I think her original idea was like, I'm going to show you how this is done, and then immediately it was yeah. like, this was a bad idea, but I'm not going to admit it's a bad idea, so I'm just going to pretend <laughs> it's all your fault. Pretty much. And I think uh, also, j- like, jumping back to the point I made earlier, like, 
she's done all like the Ava training, but she's never actually fought a real angel, right? Or am I? Did I miss something entirely? No, I think it's definitely very heavily implied that this is the first time she's seen one. Because when she does see it, see it, she's very much just like, "Oh shit, that's an angel." Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like one of those. She did a great job, like fighting holograms, but this is her first time fighting an actual angel. Yeah, I thought that's what they implied. And like I say, I think it was better done in the Japanese, but whatever. But of course, Oscar's character just like plays through fully and is like, "Yeah, of course, like I can fight this angel." This. <laughs> The Evangelion doesn't work underwater. I'll make it work underwater. As someone who is very stubborn, I totally get it. I'm definitely a kind of person who's going to be knee-deep in a situation and be like, no, I have this under control and I can definitely do this. This was all planned. Yep. <laughs> uh, so then we get the weird activation sequence where uh, we get a Japanese voice actor reading German off and it sounds the most red thing I've ever heard. Oh man, I wish I could have experienced that because the the English dub actually does a little better with the German. I'm not saying it's good, but as a person that speaks a smattering of German, it wasn't the worst. Yeah. It sounds like a human speaking German rather than someone reading the phonetic translation of German words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's 100% true. Yeah, that's definitely one thing that does translate better in the English version, is Asuka doing the German-English stuff. And then, of course, she gets mad at Shinji because he doesn't think in German. <laughs> I think in the English, she's just like, alright, I'll try, uh, Strusel, Bratwurst, and then she just gets more mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, those are German things. <laughs> <laughs> he tried, and that's what counts. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just, that's... That's Shinji's character line right there. That's just his whole character throughout the entire show. I'm going to give this a go. Let's see how this works. Yeah. <laughs> Reluctantly at first, but I'll give it a go. Right. Yeah, at least I was trying to save you from an episode where Shinji's just going to be, like, screaming and having a meltdown the whole time, because a lot of people's initial reaction to Shinji is that he's very whiny and obnoxious. So this is actually an episode where he's in a good mood the whole time. Okay, uh, he he literally almost is, is the most unimportant thing. He's there to like have Oscar tell him to stop trying to like rub his dick on her or whatever. And uh yeah. He's just like awkward and I'm not trying to rub my dick on you kind of deal that uh, that's him the whole episode. So I've got I've got like literally no opinion on this dude. That's fair. He's usually a lot more of a, like, he has daddy issues, he has mommy issues, he has self-esteem issues. He's usually just a walking, like, psychology book, but this episode, he's kind of, you get to see him be a bit more relaxed and just kind of act like a kid. That's not bad, then. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, I Like I said, I will watch whatever the hell anybody assigns me, but <laughs> sometimes in the <laughs> middle it gets harder, because I'm already in the middle of a thing. I've missed so much. That is fair. So I, I kind of grade on a curve. I can hate something in the middle, but I can go back and watch from the beginning because <laughs> I'm grading on that curve. That is fair. I was debating doing episode one because it's, you know, obviously a good starting point. But again, I just really like Asuka, so I wanted to watch this episode again. Oh, cool. Roll with it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so where are we within the angel slash giant ass robot powered by teenagers fight? Uh, well, my notes say Masato came here to ruin this dude's life and chew bubblegum, and she's all out of bubblegum, so I don't know how much that helps. Okay. Cool. 
I think basically what we get is uh, Ava powers up and Asuka gets told multiple times that it can't fight underwater, so she basically jumps from aircraft carrier to battleship to aircraft carrier, destroying millions Everything. of dollars in pub- in uh, government property. Probably you know, hundreds big. of millions, actually, if you wanted to be fair about the <laughs> estimate of what an aircraft carrier costs to uh, build. Yeah. And and of course, once she makes it onto the deck of the aircraft character where all the characters are, then we get the reveal of the angel, and it's this giant, big whale stingray thing yeah. with the angel face on top of it. Yeah, it's a lot of flaps and teeth. Is this like a I weird? I realize it's probably not the best way to describe. When you something. say it that way, I I get like a weird yonic thing going on in my head, like a vagina dentata. <laughs> Look, like I said, this show is very Freudian, so I would not be shocked. Well, uh, yeah. vagina, vagina dentata is Jungian, isn't it? To be fair, but I, I get it. Okay, roll. <laughs> Listen, Either way, if they made a vagina majors. monster, I wouldn't be shocked. Mm. Yeah, it, it's a vag monster. Okay, so <laughs> there we are. We put it out there. It's it's now there forever on the internet. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> So, Asuka being Asuka, she uh, grabs onto the thing and it plunges back into the water and we get the sequence of, yeah, this thing doesn't actually work in water, you fucking idiot. Wait a second. (laughs) How much money did this cost to build and there was no one that said maybe we should make this an all-terrain vehicle? To be fair, they do say earlier that it's using B-type equipment, which is the older equipment, because they're still... Uh, they're bringing it to the nerve place where they can get it better equipment, so they're still working off of old stuff. Okay. Okay, well, well, maybe we've covered our base then, because that pisses me off. Like, how much money did you spend on this? And it's like a cell phone if you drop it in the ocean. Oh, we're fucked, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely just one of those. They're traveling it as cargo, so they they were hoping this wouldn't happen, but also since Gendo Ikari is a piece of shit, he was also kind of hoping it happened. But we'll get to him later. Oh, Gendo. Sweet, sweet Gendo. Gendo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the main note I have on this is From Hell's Heart I Stab at Thee, (laughs) Moby Angel. Um, (laughs) Yar! (laughs) (laughs) So we get get an awesome scene of, like, Unit 2 flying around, like, attached to this thing with the cord, and we see what would be, I guess, Tokyo 2, or maybe Tokyo 1. We're not entirely sure basically submerged underwater and it's a lovely post-apocalyptic uh scene there yeah that's that's pretty cool but yeah then they do the cool thing where they're just like oh well the angel has grabbed hold of unit two like we can just fish it out because since it's attached to the umbilical cord to get power they can drag up the uh what is it they said they were gonna do drag it up then put two ships in its mouth to make it explode basically all yeah, the ships gonna fire, fire all their, of- uh the cannons right into his mouth and down the gullet it goes. And trigger the self-destruct because battleships built with self-destruct. Did not know that. Thanks, yeah. Evangelion. Um, <laughs> well, I guess in a world where giant monsters are attacking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that is that is entirely fair. Um, <laughs> that way we yeah, can blow ourselves ha- up before it steps on us. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I have the note that uh, Katsuragi is literally the true hero of this episode. Just because <laughs> She organizes everything. Like, yeah. again, we'll go back to it. Masato is amazing. <laughs> Masato's the best. <laughs> if you guys say so. <laughs> I don't know. 
She was cool on this episode. She was tough and didn't take anyone's shit. She kept knocking those uh, Navy dudes on their ass to, like, get shit done. Oh, no. She 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 literally put American British, uh, most British American or most American British uh, uh, naval captain right in his place. I, I get that. Yeah, that's her the entire series. She's great. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, we're, we're not fridging a girl and she's authoritative. But yeah, and if she's not doing that, she's getting drunk and yelling at everyone. Oh, great. See, like, I'm 100% down with that. I I am Team Masato. She also has a pet penguin. Okay, that's that's inconsequential to me. Like, I am not pro nor con penguin. (laughs) I don't know how that doesn't seal the deal. It it doesn't anything the deal. (laughs) Sydney, I'm sorry. You see, Shannon, this is what I've had to deal with for now 13 episodes. I've got, so I've got pet children. It's just a thing. Um, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, d- during this entire fight, uh, Kaji just pieces out on a jet because oh, he yeah. has something super fucking important to get to, uh, get to Dad of the Year 2015. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, everyone, everyone in the show is kind can, of garbage. Can I mention that jet literally takes off backwards? It lifts up oh, and goes jet. backwards first. That that's the first direction it goes. Yeah, well, you have to reverse at your parking spot. This is not that's how, how planes work. This right? is not how planes work. I'm pretty sure that's how planes work. It is not how planes work. I call shenanigans. Like I saw a drawing move like that, so I'm pretty sure that's how the real thing works. <laughs> Although I think it's I think it's very interesting that this is the point that Travis uh, points out the how unreal this show is. Well, no, see, like a plane is a real thing. They could have made a decision, but they just leaned into the bullshit all the way, one hundred percent. We're gonna bail or roll in this mother. I'm not sure if planes are a real thing. Um, this is yet to be proven to me. Yeah, I haven't seen one, so I don't know how they work. You live in Atlanta. <laughs> this is one of the yeah. busiest hubs for planes in the world. Yeah, so I don't go to our airport because it's garbage. It's always busy. As I sit here and drink straight whiskey, understand that you and this show may be partially responsible. This this is why I do the show. Those pained expressions from Travis. I'm always willing to be the villain of a show, so I'm, I'm happy to do this for you. You need to work on your villain voice. You sound too sweet. I'm sorry, but uh, no, that's 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 how I want to trick you into this. But at least have a good villain laugh when the plot's revealed. Jesus Christ! Come on, yeah. uh, don't worry, You've I do. Have the the Ojo summer laugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Think I'm an amateur. <laughs> yeah where were we i think we were killing an angel we were yeah so masato's plan goes off without a hit it sure it's does an angel um that's pretty much yeah. it i mean everyone's happy we get the great comedic payoff of uh shinji wearing a woman's wetsuit oh yeah because it's got like the little like boob parts tacked yeah. on <laughs> and his friends laugh at him because of course you need boob armor on a plug suit inside of an Ava, you know. Of course, you, look, you don't want your boobs getting damaged. These are important. Uh, as the authority, I'm going to take your word on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... it's the only place I put armor. <laughs> ah, so all of those uh, role playing games have been correct for years. That's right, <laughs> chainmail bikinis, baby. That's where it's at. <laughs> 
Yeah, you just gotta protect the triangle, then you're good to go. There you go. <laughs> Things I learned today. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so educational. Wait, public service. So I think I think it's after that that we get the scene in uh, Gendo's very villainous-looking office. Oh, he's so a villain. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I mean, he is. If you look at the piece as a whole, he's a great villain. Yeah, for the whole thing. Um, and we find out why Kaji escaped, and presumably why the angel was attacking uh, that ship. Yeah, because they have a briefcase with a like fetus in it that is Adam, the first human. Yeah, sure. Like I saw that, I was like, "Well, this was pretty non sequitur with the rest of the episode." Like what? No, like what? <laughs> Because you guys it's, keep talking about how there's a, this imagery and symbolism throughout. And so I get it in that context that you talked about it, but I have no prior episodes to prep or any way, you know, yeah, kind yeah, of like I said, facilitate this idea. Yeah, like I said, I managed to grab an episode that had literally none of that. Like, this episode's just a fun romp without all, like, the craziness that's usually involved in Evangelion. But, uh, yeah, basically everything in Evangelion is very, like, both Buddhist and Christian at the same time. Like, there's aliens that will attack and it will explode into a cross, and they're all named after literal angels. Uh, I think this- what was this one's name? I don't remember what this guy's name is. I don't feel like looking it up. It was probably something weird. But yeah, they're all named after angels, and there's, like, Lilith and Adam and Eve and- a bunch of just, like, weird stuff that they threw in because they thought it would make it all seem exotic and cool. Yeah, yeah. Uriel, Lucifer, you know. <laughs> Actually, I think least... Uriel is one of them. Ah. Yeah. Because at least at this point in Japanese history, like, Christianity is still kind of a new concept, so it does seem like, oh, wow, Christianity uh, references. How exotic. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Exotic it, was like, it, was like the, it was the cool new thing. Yeah. The hip new thing known as Christianity. Yeah, guys. It's only like, I don't even want to pay because I'm way too drunk for that. I, I'm not going to pay. <laughs> that is not a thing that's going to happen. I'm sorry. I drank all the way before and through this episode. No, it's totally fine. I'm kind of it's glad. It's a good way to do I, it. I'm kind of glad that I did because in the middle. Whenever I I get a mid episode, I know this is going to be a rough road to hoe. <laughs> well, no, interpreting a story through the middle of it and trying to be a fair judge of it is really bullshit work. <laughs> it's fine. We can talk about characters and your feeling on those things. The last thing that happens is, oh my god, we're never going to see that bitch again while they're in school because, of course. Post any apocalypse, the only thing that is certain in Japanese uh, society is death, taxes, and a fucking high school. Yep. Look, they're not going to stop going to school for anything. (laughs) This dude has to pilot a mech to save the world, and he still has to go to class. Yeah, man. It's, it's, It's just a thing. Like, they couldn't not have a Japanese high school. This is anime. And Asuka transfers in, and there's a goof there. But we're at the end of the episode, so a couple points to make. So we have the ending, which is a a great cover of Fly Me to the Moon, which yeah. I love. It's so good. And the the stinger for next episode is, hey, there's loads of plot shit. And then Masato just going, oh yeah, and of course, 
Lots of fan service. Yeah. She says that every episode. Like, my wife looked at me Mm. because she doesn't know what that word means. And I said, remember how they were all pervy? Yeah, that. It's more of the blatantly pervy things. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yeah, it's unfortunately, it's harder to get away from in, like, 90s anime, unfortunately. I don't know why it was so, like, borderline okay in the 90s. I guess it still hasn't gone away, but there's definitely some animes that get away from it now. It's definitely not gone away. Uh, no, <laughs> well, I don't uh, watch those. When, when was uh, what, what, when was uh, Monster Masune? Uh, I think I pronounced that right. Uh, mm, close, close enough. enough. Twenty thirteen. Right. So that was what four years ago now. And hey, I just did a weird thing where I scrolled through loads of anime that came out this season, and yeah. It's not. It's not going away anytime soon. It's, yeah, because there's definitely just... still like strike witches still exist, and that's recently new. <laughs> and that's like anytime, like everyone keeps showing me, uh, like we show each other that first episode as a joke. Then we're like, well, we're all all on a list now because these are like sexy eight year olds, and it's really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's 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 a heck of a thing. <laughs> at oh, some point, mean? at some point, we'll get to the bottom of why fan service. Well, we know why fan service is such a thing. It's just because the Japanese are so sexually repressed and this is a medium to show it off and not actually be real people. Yeah. It, look at that. Look at that. We uh, It's modern day Victoria era uh, England, but <laughs> on a different island and animated. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, basically. So that was Evangelion. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not my favorite thing, but I'm grading on a curve. I think if I were to watch it and forgive the fact that it's old animation, and while the opening looks fantastic, the rest of the show definitely... I, See, I feel its age. I feel its age when I watch it. Um, I think the show actually looks really good. It looks but good. I, also, that, I love that, Gynex. That so. mouth, the mouth animation oh, yeah. kills yeah, me well, in this. It does. I don't mean to pull out my animator's cap, but Japan didn't ever really use the lip flap properly until Akira, and even then it's still, like, super rare, so they usually just- it's just a way to make it cheaper, because then you can draw a really nice-looking face, and you don't have to change the way the jaw moves. It's more just aesthetics more than anything. Okay, I'm, I'm totally coming at this from the consumer, because stick figures are advanced for me. <laughs> I, I can't comment on, on, on the animator end, and I am sure I appreciate the business end and the art, but like it, it throws me off. It does. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, that's even in modern digital animation, they still do the mouth flap instead of having proper lip sync. Like it's still just super rare because it it just takes a lot more time. Lip flap is or doing lip sync is the worst. It's you just get to sit there and listen to every syllable at least like eight times. And study and just mouths, make sure it how they actually move when they yeah. make that noise. Yeah, I, I can see that. I That is a labor of love. Or, well, probably. You I've probably done, I've done a lot it. of lip sync in my day. You probably and don't love it, but somebody is feeling real passionate about it and you're suffering for it. Actually, I do like doing lip sync. It's just, it's very tedious. And like, I'll get, I'll do like, five seconds of it that hate my life because it took a few hours i'm sorry wow. like <laughs> no that's cool that's like that's just animation like inter- in general. internet hugs to you because you do that <laughs> and that's what you do hey i'm a character designer i don't do any of that oh, okay well then fuck that 
Yeah, I did it for school. <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually animated since school because it's bullshit and it takes a lot of work. So whenever, so whenever I see I bad animation, I'm like, you know what? I get it. I don't want to do it. So when I see people doing a lot of effort for it, you're like, I don't, you know what? If it's bad, I get it. I totally get it. It sucks. I'm a terrible animator. I'm complaining about how animation sucks. <laughs> I love it so much. We've got a new podcast. We're just going to let you bitch about animation. And we're going to support support you while we're, we're drunk and yelling um, with you. Like I, I love watching it, and I respect it. And I'm like, man, I miss animating. And then like an hour later, I'm like, this is bullshit. Please remove me from this before mm. I kill everyone. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Anyway, <laughs> we're going on way past anything that was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, anything having to do with this episode. I think what that's telling me is that we need to get to business. Joe, you want to hit some business? Of course I do. I always want to hit business because it's a thing where I tell people how they can connect with us. So if you would like to follow the show, it's at WTF Anime Show. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter and, I don't know, uh, what's a witty thing I can say for this week? Um, tell us how Shannon should have put an episode with Ray in. Because Ray is superior to Oscar. <laughs> I, I, I cannot, um, you know, uh, confirm or deny that. Well, how much do you like low-key watching someone kind of want to fuck their mom? That's my fetish. <laughs> oh, well, then you'll love oh, Ray. Oh, great. Uh, if you want to email the show, we are currently looking for some more uh, show suggestions because I can't be the only one who's to blame when Travis hates an anime, or you know, we we've passed uh, double digits an episode. So if you'd like for us to do a full series review uh, at some point, that'll be a thing. Again, I I don't know what series it's going to be for. Maybe you guys can hit us up with your uh, recommendations. That's at w uh, not at no this isn't Twitter WTF Anime Show at Gmail and as ever, if you'd like me to expose weird anime things directly into your Twitter feed, that is at the Joe Hanfield. Travis, why don't you take it away, and then we'll have our guest, uh, you know, do her thing. All right, cool. Um, if you want to hit me on Twitter, I am at Dice Lobber. Uh, that's D-I-C-E-L-O-B-B-E-R. And now to the guests portion, Shannon, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shannon Maynard. You can find my art blog at shannonmaynard.tumblr.com. And I also have a website or a store if you want to buy my art. That's shannonmaynardart.storeenvy.com. I don't sell a lot of things because I clearly keep forgetting where it's at. But I have a bunch of stickers and stuff if you want to support me. Unless you live in England, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Yeah, everyone who's in America, buy all the Sailor Moon stickers and then send that them Shannon to has to offer. I mean, I wasn't going to do that part, but just like, just buy them so that they're sold out and I have an extra reason to be sad. <laughs> well, they are very far from selling out. Oh, hold on now. I, I need to make one quick point in the fact that you are being a bo bad podcaster, Shannon, in that you didn't pimp either one of your shows. Oh, yeah. Look, I told you at the beginning I'm super bad at this. Okay, listen. Uh, Shannon, <laughs> this is very important. If you don't pimp those podcasts, 
Alan will never be on this show again. Oh, he said no. so himself. <gasps> I, I can't disappoint Alan. All right, well, you can find me on pot, uh, Cool Kids Table, which you can find on Twitter at CKTCast. We play a bunch of RPGs and just goof off and have fun. Uh, I also show up pretty occasionally on Pokemon World Tour United, which you can find at PWT Podcast or hashtag PWT United. You are the best shitty teen. <laughs> <laughs> I try my hardest. Oh, just wait till episode 21. Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, this is, go- this is literally going to drop in April, so... I will will have already heard it, plus probably another episode. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) It's fine. It's cool. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for us, isn't it? Travis, do you want to do the thing? Oh, yes. Shannon, are you ready for your announcement? Sure. Okay. So, next time on WTF Anime. Let's go with Flip Flappers Episode 1. Hey! Okay, I know that show. I don't. It's very weird. (laughs) I just finished it recently, and I don't know what it's about, so good luck. All right. May God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) Travis can be ready to pull out his favorite uh, catchphrase of magical girl bullshit. Oh, is it magical girl bullshit? (laughs) Yes. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, I think that's going to do us for this episode. Shannon, thanks so much for joining us. It was lovely having you on. Uh... Even for the hour we've now talked, and I, I, you may, you may hold the record. You may hold the record for longest uh, episode. Good night, folks. Good night. I think he's muted. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, you know, I'd love to have the first domestic on the show. <laughs> the first domestic, really? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's full of wife rum, and it's not that I don't want her on the podcast, and I'm fine with her if she wants to chime in. But that's never been a thing, and it wasn't prefaced. So just having a random voice in the background. <laughs> no, that's fair. You guys got a status quo. Stick to it. No, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm a podcast fan, and when people alter things without prefacing, <laughs> that's a sin to me in podcast. It, it's it's <laughs> like when if anybody eats on podcast, do not chew in my ear. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me angry. It's so angry. I'm sorry. Let's let's restart. <laughs> We can do a three, two, one countdown. I'm sorry, Joe. I apologize. Oh, no, 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 that's that's fine. Uh, no, I can just do it from here because everyone's been recording, and I'll just <laughs> okay. shouldn't pull out of this out. Yeah, it's one of those. I'd... Fuck it, we'll fix it in post. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, Joe has to do all the work. <laughs> oh. Buddy, you love this podcast so much. <laughs> this is your baby. You will totally do it. You'll do it with a smile on your face. Yeah, you know I will. Uh-huh. I know you will. <laughs> that doesn't mean I can't be fake mad. Fuck your fake mad, Joe. Fuck your... Uh, something. Mom and Dad, don't fight. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs>
No, I love Jeremy. Uh, Anyways, where were we? Let's find a point to bring this in.